Greetings, fellow wanderers and wool gatherers. JPP here. With me is the one and the only Metalhead Monday. What's up? And today we are talking about some breaking news that released early today that Mr. Bungle came out with a new single. And as Metalheads, we were excited to chat about it and wanted to bring it out to the world to, to know what's going on and kind of hear about the new direction and what's going on with Mr. Bungle. Monday, what are your thoughts? Well, full disclosure, I've never been a huge Bungle fan, as you know. Um, they were, I don't know, like I got into Faith No More and I love Mike Patton, but Bungle was always just a little too weird for me. But, you know, there's a little bit I like here and there and whatever. But this interested me in particular because it's got two of my favorite musicians of all time involved with the project, Mr. Scott Ian and Mr. Dave Lombardo. So I was pretty excited to see what they were going to lay down here. Absolutely. And it kind of describes our friendship. You know, I'm a little weird, but you put up with me anyway. So, hey, I got that going for me. Too true. Too (laughs) true. Yeah. And so kind of full disclosure on my end, I was a Bungle fan since I think my freshman year in high school when I got the first self-titled major label release with the clown on the cover and all the creepy clown artwork and such great tunes as Love is a Fist and uh, My Ass is on Fire, all that good stuff. But (laughs) You know, I, I really enjoyed the the shakeup and the diversity of it. It went from, you know, here to there and everywhere. And I was a huge fan of Mike Patton from Faith and More. Got, that got my attention first. When I heard about Bungle, I sought it out and I wasn't disappointed. And now that I'm seeing this new lineup, like Monday mentioned, uh, my ears are perked up all over again. And it's interesting that the the sound of Mr. Bungle that I once knew before, at least from this single, is completely a 180 from what they have done in the past. Usually you would go into a nice metal breakdown or a nice metal section and all of a sudden this little loungy horn section would show up or a heavily reverberated 60s sounding guitar and yes. that sort of thing. So, which was a lot of fun. I never had the pleasure of seeing that era live, uh, especially like the California Disco Volante uh, tours, things of that sort, but always wanted to. And, you know, the fact that they were so experimental was always interesting to me. This is very straightforward. It's in your face. It's heavy. That is that is exactly what I told my wife. Like this, this is way straightforward for Bungle. Like it's almost a six-minute song, and I'm waiting for like the other shoe to drop. I'm like, okay, when's the weird shit gonna happen? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. But you know, what's interesting is you hear kind of the the double bass riff happening and and the guitar riff on top of it. And it's very reminiscent of of a Slayer style, early Slayer, like Rain and Blood and that sort of thing. I mean, it's signature Lombardo. You've got Scott Ian doing the rhythm work uh, the way he does and it's articulate AF. You know, it's very just and precise and driven and high speed. And it's interesting how they complement the original lineup of Trey and Trevor and and Mike Patton. And uh, I'm interested to see how the personnel worked out with i believe trey sprance is the other guitar player so you know as far as like how those two melded their parts and um the lead work was interesting and how it was kind of strange harmonies and stuff like that so it had that element of weird in that regard but it also fit metal perfectly yeah i i mean i you pretty much said everything i was gonna say so i guess we're done okay bye no (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah that's i mean i i was sitting there listening to it and i'm like man this is like classic Lombardo. It, it's 
I mean, yeah, it, that's uh, what, like, I mean, Slayer, and, and and now he's in Suicidal, and he's done, you know, some other projects that, I, I mean, this is just, like, it's classic Slayer, Lombardo, <laughs> and, uh, and, and the guitar, I mean, I, it, it just that, there's no one else that could be, uh, but Scott Ian, I mean, that's, that's the wrist, you know, the, the metal wrist right there the you know rhythm guitar that he's famous for so yeah i mean that, that so this might be my favorite mr bungle song i'm just gonna say that now so <laughs> well yeah it's, it's easy when it when it uh, defaults to such a, a heavy mosh pitting type groove for sure it you know i'm looking at the current lineup here so yeah it's mike Patton. um you know he's listed as doing vocals keyboards samples guitar which on the song he's primarily vocals. I don't remember hearing any lick of keyboard. Uh, Trey Sperance's guitar, keyboards, piano, backing vocals, and Trevor Dunn, bass and backing vocals. And it looks like the way they uh, credit the the lineup time frame, they were the original three from 85 to 2000 and then picked back up last year till present day. And then, of course, Scott on guitar, backing vocals, and Dave Lombardo was credited for drums and glockenspiel. Uh, looks like... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and uh, there was a demo that looks like that uh, something about an Easter bunny. I'll look that up real quick here. But um, oh, that was their first, like their very first recording. That's that's the reason uh, Patton got this band together again was because I believe he wanted to perform like their original demo from back in the day. And that was the something about the Easter Bunny. I don't remember the exact title. The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo. Yeah, that was like their original demo from way back. And he wanted, I don't know if it was an anniversary per se, but he wanted to do it or perform it or something. So he got a band together. Gotcha. Okay. That, well, that, I'm, I'm enlightened in that regard. I didn't get a chance to read up on that 100%. I just saw the single and clicked and watched the video. Did you watch the music video of it all? Uh, no, I just listened to the song a few times. Well, you need to check it out. Uh, a puking bunny. That's all I can really say that <laughs> I took away from that. Lots of flashing imagery, lots of symbols and uh, uh, some cool motion graphics and things like that. And lyric video type thing. It's it's a cool format for sure. And I love the logo, the red bunny, vampire bunny looking thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's pretty wild. And uh, let's see here. Looks like, um, yeah, it's called the single's called Raping Your Mind. So, yes. put the kids to bed when you're listening to that. <laughs> and, you know, definitely they're not going to understand the words. So, if they can't read, they're good. Yeah, precisely. And, <laughs> you know, be, be ready to, to get hit with an onslaught of energy. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the rest of the project when they release more material. Will it have more of the classic bung, bungle flair with, uh, you know, keyboards and will they bring in horn sections or anything like that? Or will it be straight ahead like this? Well, so you're talking about the lineup and what each one plays. Obviously that hints to, you know, ex- an expanded sound, more instruments. Sure. Absolutely. But I'm just kind of curious if it'll stay kind of straightforward in the sound or will it branch off, right. and, you know, and L- Lombardo has been credited with working with Patton before on uh Phantomos with yep. him and Buzz Osborne and the like too. So, which is certainly an acquired listen for those who haven't heard it before. I love it in that there's some really cool parts. My only complaint is they'll get into a nice groove. It lasts for one or two bars and they move on to the next thing. 
So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a uh, very quick and fast paced, lots of abstract things going on, but mm-hmm. it's awesome to see that Lombardo has a good working relationship with Mike Patton and the creativity flourishes between both parties. And now they're bringing more powerhouse people in there too. I feel like Lombardo has a great working relationship with everyone, but Slayer. Yeah. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. You know, something to be said about, you know, growing up with some guys and growing apart, perhaps. I don't know. It's not not my place to say, but nonetheless, he played a vital part in that. And it's exciting to see that he still continues and and does, you know, kick-ass job with the projects he's involved with. Yeah, he's awesome. One of the things, I mean, like I said, this is very straightforward for Bungle, and I was shocked about that. I really was just waiting for, like, the weirdness to happen, and it never did. So. Um, which I am fine with, but, you know, <laughs> diehard Mr. Bungle fans may not love this song. I don't know. But um, I felt like, you know, the song is almost six minutes and it's very fast. So there's a lot that happens in that six minutes. But as many times as they change parts, I felt like they kept coming back to the same riff. and. So there's almost like a through line to it, which makes it even weirder for a Mr. Bungle song because it's almost, it feels like a complete story and not some abstract stream of consciousness thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you drove a good point about Mr. Bungle fans. Will they not be happy with it? And I kind of come from two thoughts on this. I can see happening. Maybe there's diehard Bungle fans that aren't really huge fans of metal, but they like experimental stuff. And this may drive them away. And there may be metal heads that embrace Mr. Bungle because of the heaviness and the fact that, you know, it's metal, but it's also weird metal. It's not like I have to fit in, you know, this pocket, for example, or something, you know, or just some sort of mm-hmm. pocket of, of style. And it gives them a chance to break loose and have something unique in their, in their uh, repertoire. And so they may eat this for lunch too. But hard to say if you're a bungle fan from the past and and have some thoughts on this feel free to chime in in the comments and let us know what you think because it'll be interesting to see we we are just merely two people out of many who have enjoyed mr bungle through the years and i know there was quite a reaction when they announced the shows around valentine's day of this year and yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what the mindset is for for those that were excited yeah, two things I want to touch on real quick was um, Lombardo's drumming. I mean, I am a total mark for his work. I, I will listen to him do anything, and I've followed him through several bands. His fills, there's two spots in this song where he lays out these crazy awesome fills. And, I mean, like your jaw just hits the floor. I'm like, uh, that's Dave, and I love it. <laughs> and uh there's one part i don't remember i i didn't see the the time stamp on where it happens in the song but there's one part where they actually slow down for a minute and there's like a really cool groove but it doesn't last very long it's like just long enough for you to really kind of start bobbing your head and getting into it and then boom they're off like lightning again so yeah, yeah. i i i really dig this song i think it's it's really cool i'm not sure how you know in the how it fits in with the bungle of it all but i i I enjoyed it a lot Mm -hmm. and you know to that point too Patton wasn't singing all over the place like he has in the past with bungle where he'll vocalize he'll do like an elvis type thing he'll 
you know, do his Faith No More yes. melodies and that sort yeah, of he thing. Yeah, didn't, he didn't really switch it up. He kind of stuck to one voice or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And I don't know if you've seen footage from the past, but he also in like the California era would have various components on the stage with him where he'd like a, a CB microphone, a telephone or things like that to really change the mm-hmm. timbre and quality does it with Phantom Moss and stuff like that as well. And um, this just seems like they were just wanting to be efficient, get to the point and deliver something. So. Yeah. I, I feel like whatever they release next is just going to be super weird and off the wall just to offset this. Very, very possible for sure. You know, Mike, Mike Patton always likes to keep variables at play. So it kind of, they were reeling you in and reeling you in. They're like, ah, uh-uh, here we go with this, this over here. We got you now. Yep, exactly. Got to be quicker than that. <laughs> very, very cool. Good stuff. I'm really excited to to hear what the future holds for, for Mr. Bungle. And on a side note, it's been really awesome despite the quarantine and and the fact that we're not able to see shows, but people like Scotty and Charlie Benante and the bass player from suicidal tendencies and even Dan Loker getting together over, you know, video footage, putting together tunes with guest singers and things like that and releasing those for, for fans. It's been awesome to hear some cool covers and, uh, and whatnot. Mac Patton did a tune. I remember, uh, but uh, uh, Randy Blythe did a song. I can't remember which one Mike did. I can't remember what song it was. Anyway, yeah, no, it's it's off the on the top tip of my tongue too. And you know, speaking of um, projects, one thing I wanted to touch on as well, Lombardo, Lombardo was in that uh, three piece group. Was it called Film? P H I L M. Film. P H I L M. Yes, they are no longer. If, uh, yes, they, they did. I think they put out two albums. Yeah, and for those of you who may not be familiar, I'll put a link in in the notes. I'll try to see if I can find a Spotify playlist or something to put in there instead. But very cool very underrated project and you know oh my god dude the first (laughs) album blew me away yes for sure so good yeah it's sad that it's no more but uh it did run its course and and was really enjoyable while it lasted for sure cool well that's all i have and uh if you have any parting thoughts feel free i'm good man i think we covered it awesome yep and glad to see they're back and interested to see what happens next yep for sure for sure so if you're not familiar with some of the the doings if you're a metalhead you probably already know and you may know something we don't so feel free to post content that you find relevant to these musicians sharing their uh lockdown footage and things like that and cover songs as well as many other updates you may have we're always looking for music to listen to and share and we want to be able to talk about it thanks for your time we will see you in the next episode we've got eric from the steepwater band popping by and we're going to be talking with him about their latest album and uh, just chatting about music in general eric's a good guy i worked with him for a few years and he's a solid guitar player looking forward to chatting with him about some of his his roots and his riff styles and things like that should be a lot of fun yeah looking forward to it cool All right, we're signing off, and the word of words are foggy. Bye now. Bye.